Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, this is Tim Venable of Cornet Global. I'm really excited about this episode of What's Next, because today we're talking with the winner of the 2021 Global Innovators Award, CBRE, which won for its new Office Ready program. I'm also excited that Sonia Duffner of Ginsler, the founding sponsor of the Global Innovators Award, will be leading the discussion and conducting the interview with the CBRE team. The H. Bruce Russell Global Innovators Award recognizes excellence and innovation in corporate real estate. Since 2000, Gensler has sponsored the award that recognizes the game changers in CRE, those individuals and companies whose work, ideas, and best practices elevate the practice of corporate real estate. The winners for the Global Innovators Award are chosen from project submissions in two categories, sustainable leadership and professional excellence. CBRE's winning entry from 2021 came and the professional excellence category. With that, Sonia, over to you. Thanks, Tim, and hello, everyone. I'm Sonia Duffner, Strategy Principal at Gensler, a global design firm and leader in all things workplace. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with the winning team, uh, Paul Seville-King, Global President of Project Management at CBRE, Lenny Bedoin, Executive Managing Director and Global Head of Workplace and Occupancy and Designs, and Tina Lamke, Senior Director of Design. Both Lenny and Tina are Gensler alumni, so I feel like I'm interviewing family today. So welcome everyone. Can you tell us in a sentence or two for the listeners so they get to know a little bit about you, can you tell us a little bit about your role, uh, your background, and what drove you to be an innovator in this space? Uh, Paul, should we start with you? Yeah, thanks, Sonia. Look, firstly, just like to say how delighted we are to be here today and how delighted we were to receive an award in this category, actually. It's a really important space for us. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I lead our project management business globally. I'm also the chief transition officer for our recent investment we've made into our Turner and Townsend partnership, which is a really exciting and interesting role. Um, background, I'm an electrical engineer, been in the corporate real estate industry for around 25 years. I think to the point about innovation, it's something that's just it's in my DNA, actually. I think my whole career has been built around looking for innovations that really are relevant and matter to customers and finding that sweet spot of where we can do that for clients and also make a bit of a difference for the industry we're working in. That's great. And that's where I get my passion and energy from. Lenny, how about you? Sonia, as you know, both of our careers have existed at this intersection between how organizations work effectively and use their workplace to drive their business objectives, engage their employees, and manage their real estate. For the last 15 years, I've been building CBRE's global workplace and design capabilities in support of those mandates. You know, what I've learned during that time is that's often very difficult and unnecessarily complex to achieve, but it's worth the effort. Driving innovation in how people go to work enables organizations to perform better and to support their people thriving. From our first Innovators Award, when we implemented the well-certified office in our headquarters in Los Angeles, now to Office Ready, our mission has really been focused on improving the quality of the work experience by creating great places to work that are accessible and achievable to all of our clients. So super delighted to be here. And also, I would be remiss in not recognizing you for your participation in leading this and certainly Gensler's sponsorship of this. 
it impacts our industry and certainly all of us. Thank you. Hi, Tina. Um, for the last eight years, I've worked as a senior director in workplace strategy, and I'm currently the studio design director for CBRE in the Midwest. Uh, before CBRE, as you mentioned, I was a designer at Gensler for eight years, specializing in workplace design. And I've led several interdisciplinary teams to create new real estate and workplace products for use by our internal and external clients to assist with design, such as Office Ready, space programming, we have something called Spacer, and co-working and office sharing, a product we call HANA. Program management within real estate is a true passion of mine, and uh, turning ambiguity in, into opportunity is really where I shine. Thank you. So, Paul, can we start with you? I want to ask you a little bit about, can you expand on this shift in the market and the greater demand from our clients for more integrated services? Yeah, I think look, it's not something that's just happening in corporate real estate, right? It's happening to our clients too. But we're definitely seeing a shift where people are looking to buy more services horizontally. So they want to bundle mm -hmm. more stuff together and they actually want to go more vertically as well. So we're seeing a, a real appetite for us to be able to turn, do a turnkey project, deliver it in principle, do the consulting, do the advice and package it all up. I think that's really driven by the global phenomenon. People are looking for, you know, to be more agile. They want to be more responsive and, and they want to be able to move fast. So they want to simplify. They want to reduce cost. And so we've just responded to that demand. Well, thanks, Paul. Lenny, would you like to add anything to what Paul has just described related to the trend towards integrated services? Sonia, yes, absolutely. Just to build on what he shared, the C-suite during the pandemic has leaned into the future of work certainly from a placemaking standpoint, what we know is they're looking to solve for their labor strategy, their workplace strategy, and the way they actually deliver that in the future, that's going to mean across all of our businesses. Yours at Gensler's, ours at CBRE is really going to be focused on pulling together expertise that can provide holistic solutions that really meet the C-suite where they are, which is really delivering a great experience at work in the future. Thank you. Before we dive into what makes Office Ready a game changer and kind of where it's heading, can you tell us a little bit about the product and what it's doing for the corporate real estate customer? Yeah, I'll be delighted to. So we really wanted to provide high quality design, but then streamline it for access for smaller spaces, like Lenny mentioned. So we created four pre-built palettes along with an online quiz that speeds up the decision-making process. We leveraged our cost consulting team to provide detailed pricing for every single pallet. We deliver in principal contracting model. So this is where we take on the risk and the burden. And then finally, all of those things are gonna provide additional assurances, savings, and quality through our fusion partnership, which is our supply chain partnership. When I was reading your submission, I see that collaboration was a critical aspect to the initiative and understanding that you collaborated with 40 plus partners. That's wow. Tina, can you share with us a little bit about who you collaborated with and what was the benefit of connecting with so many great minds? Yeah, so this project actually started with an alliance with cost consulting, which some design teams might shy away from. But we're finding that our clients want exceptional design along with prudent cost management. So in addition to cost consulting, I think we partnered with about four to five other internal teams. The first being our D&T, our digital technology team, in order to create the Office Ready Quiz Online. Our CBRE build team, they helped us create 3D renderings and fly-throughs. So the minute you're done with the quiz, you get to see the space in 3D. And then to execute the project work, this comes down to our project management team. 
and it's going to be delivered through principal, like we mentioned. And then we work hand in hand with our furniture advisory team too to help select all the furniture manufacturers for each palette. Can you share a little bit about what the benefit of the office ready product is over the traditional design approach? I think that I was initially struck by the fact that office ready is able to design and set up offices faster and more cost effectively. Yeah, there's really two, two distinct advantages for this. So because the pallets have been pre-designed and pre-priced, we're able to save a significant amount of time during those design phases at the front end. We give the client a predictable budget and a predictable process or schedule right from the onset. And then the second one is we mentioned earlier, we're able to call upon our external fusion partners. We're going to be able to offer those deep discounts with the accelerated timeline. And as you know, Sonia, the faster the project, the less overhead is needed in terms of our professional fees. Exactly. Totally agree. Lenny, thinking back to when this product, the first idea you had about it, what was the methodology that drove this product into action? Well, we recognized simply there was a need, right? We were seeing our clients ask for us to roll out office spaces. We've all been to many different work environments and you see the varied quality in terms of how organizations built out space. And so it came to the realization that if we put great minds together and Tina mentioned that earlier, recognizing that our partners in the manufacturing industry, our internal experts, all had a piece of the puzzle to help solve. We thought, well, gosh, because we're such a big platform, if we could be the platform could bring that thinking together, that we could iterate something that addresses a basic need that we weren't seeing fulfilled in the market. So it really started with, like most great innovations, recognizing we could do better for a specific subset of the clients that we were serving and really drive that automated and integrated process. Again, not, and most importantly, not compromising the quality of the design, but really thinking about how we streamline the delivery. What was interesting, Sonia, in that we found that not only was it appropriate for you know, these smaller offices, but many of our larger clients actually saw the opportunity to standardize the way they rolled out their offices using similar thinking. Yeah, that's interesting to understand that it, the methodology or the process works, whether you're a small organization or if you're a larger organization trying to probably connect many disparate parties. Absolutely. And if you think for large application, again, I, I'll break down the workplace in terms of what we see being kind of practical and important relative to office ready. There's the places in which we do our work, the focus rooms, the open architecture, the conference rooms. Those actually, most organizations and most designers have a pretty good opinion about what works well for them. And so if we could standardize those elements, even in larger build-outs, allowing more time for our design team to focus on the special areas, the amenities, the experience, the unique aspects, we actually saw it being a huge win for those large projects. But again, across this entire spectrum of delivery, it starts with a commitment to driving a great space for people to go to work in. And again, so much of that thinking around what is most effective has been established now in a post-COVID, post-pandemic environment. Really what we're going to see a lot of is testing. How are organizations going to apply and adapt their standards? We know that as they change their standards, they'll look to, in a similar way, automate and scale those solutions as well. So we think it's a great time for design, construction, industry broadly and helping to lead what I think will be an increasingly automated product offering around design broadly. Thank you. Tina, what did it take to ultimately go from vision to reality? Well, it wasn't easy, but we did start with something we called our foundations for success. So these were kind of defining any gaps that we saw in the industry and in the build out of office spaces. 
And the list started really small. We probably had four to begin with, and then we ended with eight. And an example of this would be the price point. We didn't want it to be cheap by any means. We wanted to meet our enterprise clients where they are, but we also wanted this to be accessible. So we wanted the price point to hit the sweet spot right in the middle. And then we also treated like this like a very formal project. It was not an initiative. So we assigned teams to it. We created a project schedule. We had weekly check-ins and deadlines. Uh, we were actually ready to launch in March of 2020, but as we all know, the world had other plans at that time. So instead, we actually just started with a client. We fine-tuned the engine in the background, and then we officially launched in November of 2020. I like that. So your foundations for success was sort of like the platform or the drivers for the design of the product. Yeah, that was really our North Star. Any of those gaps we saw in the market, and we followed that all the way through to you know, completion of the product. Can you tell us a little bit more about the importance of the technology integration as part of the solution? I can only imagine that that accessibility to clients who need something really easy and fast was very helpful. Yeah, that is the key word was accessibility. So we saw all these companies like Mozzie and Havenly coming to market, making design so easy. It was just a click of a few buttons and you had your design, you knew how to buy it and it was all complete for you. But then at the same exact time, we saw large enterprise clients moving into co-working spaces where the design was already completed for them. They really weren't concerned which fabric went on which chair. So it just streamlined the whole process for our clients. So we wanted to make off design very accessible through an online platform, predictable, and then a little bit less overwhelming for our smaller clients that were really new to office design and maybe didn't have that really large corporate real estate team that could spend you know, their full days on an office build out like this. Lenny, I think our listeners would love to hear a little bit about the lessons learned related to how the program started to support these small businesses and how it evolved. We've had a lot of learning in this process, a lot of which actually started with challenging and evolving how we thought about the way we were designing office space, period. So we really looked at this as a means for getting user feedback on what we were creating from a design solution and incorporating that into our process. So I think, and again, as I mentioned earlier, I think we're at the outset of a lot of testing around future workplace models that will occur as organizations think about their long-term future occupancy and the return to the office. So I think putting the user at the center of that has been really critically impactful for us. The other thing that was, I would say, important to recognize and Tina mentioned this, but collaboration is a deliberate act mm -hmm. that has to even be, even be more intentional in a large organization. And Sonia, I know that Genslers are leaders in innovation across their own design practice globally. Similarly, at CBRE, we had to get really intentional to make sure that we were bringing people to the table, that they knew what their role and what our vision for this was, and that we got their feedback and we incorporated it appropriately. That's not a given in driving innovation. It's not innovation in terms of just brainstorming. I believe innovation is a disciplined act, and it requires that you have to be really intentional about how you actually bring the whole organization together. Those were two key areas of learning for me in this. Yeah, it's, so it's like you brought the whole client team together, but you also brought the industry together as well. So I think that it's it, that collaboration, it was on both sides of the process. Well, well said. And in, in fact, and I'll, I'll give a I'll give a plug to our manufacturer partners in this is the deep expertise that exists inside those organizations. So be it, you know, a technology solution provider, a smart building technology provider, a furniture manufacturer, there's such 
significant R&D in those organizations. So in many ways, facilitating that expertise around a shared vision allowed all of us to get smarter and find benefit in what we were trying to accomplish, which was, again, bring great office design to more users, more people going to work. Paul, maybe we can talk a little bit about the continued need for flexible work, like those products like co-working that people are definitely responding positively to, and a greater focus on workplace experience as people come back to the office. What are the type of challenges that you're seeing clients face, and how are solutions like Office Ready helping them? Yeah, that, that's a great question, Sonia. Look, I, I think we're all hearing similar words, right? They, they want innovation, want collaboration, want well-being. They want to lure people back into the office in the right sort of way. You know, you've heard from Lenny, you've heard from Tina. They want sophisticated solutions, but they want it delivered in a really simple, streamlined fashion that's cost-effective and time-efficient, right? And that's sort of the holy grail. And I, I think Office, Office Ready delivers on that. And actually... You know, it's potential. Yeah, we could talk about the sort of small to medium sized market at the moment, but actually for large scale corporate clients too, got the ability to have a custom corporate palette that they can use across their entire portfolio. It takes out, you know, layers of complexity and, and complication. And I think that's really powerful. So that, that process of taking those palettes and that really sophisticated design, we've perfected that. And you can apply that to a whole global portfolio. Um, and that can be customized to the corporate brand because, you know, as people have been away from the office, I think one of the things companies are seeking to do is find ways to protect their identity and their culture and to scale that, right? And this is, it's a perfect fit for that. And and actually, we also, you know, this has got great potential. We're, we're looking at extending this product beyond the office, right, into industries where we're seeing a, a real increased interest in demand. Um, so we're looking at retail ready and we're looking at lab ready you know, there's other areas where this sort of naturally forks to, to meet customer requirements that we're, we're hearing as we engage with our clients. Lenny, would you like to add anything to what Paul shared related to the challenges you're seeing clients face and how solutions like Office Ready are helping? Well, I think, I think adding what Paul said, again, like everyone in corporate real estate or within an organization, they're trying to deliver twice the experience at half the cost. They know that they're going to be changing the model of how they provision their workplace in the future. I think having a, a, a lever they can pull to create a product that they know is of quality consistently with scale so that they're having a measured and consistent experience with their workforce is such an essential need for the leaders that we're talking to across organizations. So I think addressing that, addressing that need specifically and making sure that we're providing something to our clients that they can reliably predict will create a great outcome for them is the critical aspect. On any project, things can go in different directions. There's different teams that are associated with them, but having a consistent approach and a consistent point of view around what a good office or great office environment looks like has been really impactful to drive for our customers, the scalability of the solution. And do you think that that consistency of product works across industries as well? Well, I do. We're just now getting into that more broadly. So when we think about our learning in Office Ready was taking how people go to work in offices, making it cool, making it well-designed. The same thinking is exactly true for how people go to work in laboratories, how they provide care inside healthcare facilities, how this may occur inside academic institutions and how they teach. So we think it's the beginning of, not the ending of, the beginning of really looking in each of those areas around the purpose of what those places are intended to deliver, solicit our best thinking, both within our organization and obviously with partners like Gensler and others, to really arrive at a point of view where we can bring that 
that solution, that automated solution to all of those different industries. Okay, thank you. And lastly, Paul, maybe you could talk a little bit about how you're thinking about evolving Office Ready to just support those other audiences. Tina touched on the applicability to investors or large portfolio occupier client. I understand that there is a more complementary product for remote working. Could you share a little bit about Office Ready for the Home? Yeah, sure. Um, look, our, our team, we also started to look at workplace needs with, with our supply chain and talking to our customers. You know, there's it's a whole different world, right? So we've got lots of people working from home. And we see lots of companies where they've either had a, a stipend or a fund and people have maybe been spending that the right way or not in terms of, you know, their home setup. And it, we felt that there was a need, an unmet need there, right, to sort of bring that corporate consistency, high quality solution to home workers. So we've developed the office ready for the home. Right now, it's something that is completely linked out to pandemic need, but I think it's going to be increasingly important over the coming weeks, months and years. And I think that's key to support that flexible work environment and that hybrid working and to feel like you've got a home office and a corporate office environment that sort of matches. That's really how we see that extending into that work from home space. Excellent. Any final thoughts, Lenny, on the evolution to support other audience both Tina and Paul spoke to? Just building on what Tina and Paul both shared, good design really matters. Being able to bring that to organizations with scale is important. Applying this to all manner of where people go to work, the spaces they shop in, all of the areas in which the built environment influences how we live our lives, all of that should be and can be challenged and explored around new and creative ways of thinking about the future, both in the way we design product and also deliver it. So I thought we'd end with something kind of fun and just challenge you each to choose one word, just one word, Lenny, <laughs> that you would say that it took CBRE to change the game. What's one word that allowed you to change the game for this product? Vision, of course. Great word. Yeah, Tina. Yeah, I'll jump in. Um, perspective is the one word. So working at a diverse firm like Gensler and now at CBRE, you really begin to realize the more diversity you have in perspective, the better the outcome. Each business line saw the gaps in the market, but their perspective on how to fill that gap for the client completely differed. This allowed us to fire on all cylinders and create a thoughtful and very holistic solution for the specific need in the market. Love that. Yeah. And, and my sort of is very close to Tina's really. I was going to use the word insight. I think, you know, we've got a lot of information. We've got a huge portfolio of customers and lots of different solutions. And I think we're able to take great insight from that to create something that really met a need. Well, it's been an honor to talk with such incredible forward thinkers and innovators and game changers. I want to thank you all. Thank you, Sonia. Thanks, Sonia. Thank you very much, Sonia, for moderating the interview today. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.